0: Welcome to Trending in Education, the special Road Trip Nation edition, where we're very excited to be joined by Mike Mariner, who is the CEO and co founder of Road Trip Nation, who's been on its historic ride. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. Really excited to have you on the show. Yep, yeah, happy to be here. Awesome. We always love to begin by getting Our guest's origin story, how did he get to this point in your career? Why might that be relevant to an audience who's trying to understand the future of learning?
1: Yeah, I have been actually thinking a lot about this lately, just how on earth did this career pathway start? Something like Road Trip Nation, but I think it's core to the whole Road Trip Nation ethos and philosophy is that. Maybe for like our parents' generation or grandparents' generation, there really wasn't as much opportunity to be creative in terms of mashing up different interests you have and starting something. My my parents cannot have created Road Trip Nation because the price of a video camera was too expensive. Mm-hmm. The, the barrier to entry was so much higher to do something as nonlinear as Road Trip Nation, but all those barriers are coming down, which means that. For whatever idea you have, for whatever interest you have, there is a path out there that you can forge. And that was certainly the the case with us. And I I feel like with Road Trip Nation, we were lucky because we kind of hit it right at the perfect time. If we started Road Trip Nation 30, 40 years ago, I don't think we could have ever started because back then video cameras cost $50,000 and were 50 pounds. And you needed a film degree in order to learn how to operate the video camera a really good example of how barriers to entry come down for career pathways is our story is an example of that is that when the sony vx 2000 came out it was the first low-cost high-quality video camera that was three pounds it was fifteen hundred dollars it was easy to operate you did not need a film degree and all of a sudden a couple kids with an idea to go film a road trip and create career content based on the people the interview could yeah. go out there and, and there was the internet and then there was broadband on the internet where we could yeah. actually put videos we produced on the internet. So just, you know, as we think about the future of work and as we reflect on our own personal story with starting Road Trip Nation, I really do believe that there'll be new opportunities for people in careers to really create pathways that align with their interests.
0: Mm-hmm. Many times you're gonna need to chart your own path, right? And that's sort of foundational to how I understand Road Trip Nation. There'll be road signs. Other people will have done things maybe like what you're thinking you want to do. But then in many ways, we're kind of blazing our own trails a bit. Do you have any perspective on that?
1: Yeah, I'm really optimistic that that's even possible now. When you think about it for our parents' generation, they didn't have that opportunity to think of an interest or have an interest or think of an idea and then have the barriers to entry be so low that you could actually turn that idea into a reality. Mm -hmm. I think it's exciting to think that and you take that with post-secondary education. The idea that you may not need a four-year degree and a $100,000 debt burden to mm-hmm. learn how to operate a video camera right. is exciting and empowering. And especially it's democratic too for people from different backgrounds and different resource levels mm-hmm. that if you have the right empowerment and self-efficacy and confidence, there are more opportunities out there and employers are also... Putting more emphasis and value on the skills that you have rather than the degree. The degree is still super important, and we totally support that. But I think it's a more ec- equitable future lens of opportunity to really define their own road in life as these barriers to entry for all these career pathways come down.
0: Yeah. And storytelling is an interesting aspect of this as well where you've mentioned the future of work. Yeah, I love talking about robots just cause it's fun to talk about robots, but there is the fear that automation is gonna take our jobs away. What I've read about the future of work and what we've talked about on this show is the types of jobs are gonna change and the things that humans will really thrive with will shift in interesting ways. And that's where I think a lot of what you've been doing at Road Trip Nation has been ahead of that trend Can you talk about how automation factors into creative work and how you think about storytelling and the way jobs are are evolving over time?
1: Oh, man. One of the things we've been trying to do better of, have it be grounded in the labor market data. Mm -hmm. Opportunities are coming. There's so much change happening in the future of work that if you're a storyteller focused on the future of work, you have to get educated on what those opportunities are. And, it, and it's hard. I mean, to be honest, everything is changing so quickly, especially with COVID. You know, we're putting a road trip on the road later in 2021, focused on skills of the future and, and focused on going across America and interviewing people in careers about what are the skills that people need in the future of work. And mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that this road trip is happening this year, because if it happened last year, it would be almost not irrelevant, right. but so much has changed. And so I think as a storyteller, we really feel the need to be current and to be refreshing your content constantly Mm -hmm. and make sure that you're ahead of it because no one can really be too predictive. But AI feels like something that is accelerating change really, really fast. And And I'm not an expert AI at all, but I do get excited when I think about barriers to entry being lowered for people Mm -hmm. so that the next kid growing up who has an idea like filming their road trip and trying Mm -hmm. to turn it into a company, you know, but maybe has a barrier to entry because there is some system that is too expensive or too sophisticated or requires too much education that they just can't make it a reality. So again, I'm not an expert on this, but I'm overall optimistic. If it's a future where there's more opportunity that can be spread out more equitably Mm -hmm. and it's guided in the right way. So it's not dangerous and all that. I think there's a lot of opportunity.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In case folks aren't as familiar with Road Trip Nation, can you just give a quick summary of what it is? The simplest
1: way to think about Road Trip Nation is that we're one-part media-based organization and one-part education, career exploration organization. Mm-hmm. The media storytelling side of what we do is based on our PBS series that we release every year. Mm-hmm. So each year we have seven huge green motorhomes that yeah. hit the road. Not right yeah. now, obviously pandemic, but they they hit the road and we interview people in different careers all across America and learn how they got to where they are today. And we produce our content for PBS, but also for YouTube Learning and all the places that content is found. But most importantly, the assets and career stories from those road trips are also produced into short form assets and then tagged and put into the Road Trip Nation Interview Archive database, which is now a database of over eight thousand videos. Wow. Uh, of people talking about their career journeys, and mm-hmm. we add a thousand videos per year to that database, which is mm-hmm. incredibly important because every time we hit the road, the world changes. And then we work hard to distribute that database to now over 14 million students across 12,000 schools. Wow! So, yeah. part of our mission impact as an organization is: we know we're not going to put every student in America on a motorhome to go find their roads in life, mm-hmm. but. Putting people on road trips was never the point. The road trips is always a means to an end. Our mission is to empower students with with more visibility to pathways for their future. And if that's the case, this database of 8,000 videos is a way to scale that mission impact and bring it to more students, especially students who maybe didn't have the same social capital growing up or didn't have the same role modeling opportunities to really see what's possible for their future.
0: Yeah. I also wanted to get your perspective on road trips in general, in part because they're on the upswing as a trend in the US now particularly in the the coming year i've heard a lot of forecasts about people preferring to drive than to fly and then getting a little more comfortable with domestic travel in your uh, local region is a safe way to get out on the road and then also maybe get out in nature so it does seem like there are some interesting macro shifts that are happening it's also as someone who's planning out a road trip for 2021. I'm, sh- I'm sure you're thinking about all this. Yeah,
1: I mean, obviously, you're preaching to the choir on that one. We love road tripping, and there's something about traveling on the road as opposed to flying, where you just get to your destination slower, and you're able to immerse yourself and reflect and slow down a little bit. We're seeing that big time. Our road trips are fully booked for for next year. You have to road trip a little bit differently, of course, and be a little more careful with how you're traveling and, and what you're doing and, and making sure it's in the time of COVID and the pandemic and everything else. But overall though, I think that road tripping obviously is, you know, a great important thing for whether it's a family or some, especially at different career inflection points. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a great thing that people are taking more of an interest in road tripping in general. And I think it's healthy for people to get out and see different cultures, meet new people. People can get really polarized in their regions and neighborhoods and places where they are. And when you fly somewhere, you pass over so many great yeah. ways to meet new people. And I think if more people took road trips, I don't want to say the world would be a better place, but we would all have a little bit deeper understanding of each other and places. And I think it's a really healthy thing. We think it's really powerful, particularly at key inflection points in your life where your are mm-hmm really reflecting on who you are and what your next chapter is. So if you've been yeah. located from a job or thinking about a new opportunity or yeah. in between educational pathways, taking a road trip, or I guess the higher point here is doing some form of exploration
0: mm-hmm.
1: or you focus in on a path. I think it's just super important in general.
0: Yeah. Just on a personal note, I did drive around the country in 1998. I was four years old at the time. Uh, that, that's, 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 a, that's a joke. No, I, was, I was a little older than that. But I do remember just how it was exactly what you're talking about. And my life did change afterwards. It was at a very reflective phase in my life. And that's why I do think relating that to the global experience of COVID right now, I think we're all forced to be reflective and we have more time to reflect. We're kind of challenged in that way. And then I do think if that could somehow connect to tips and, and guidelines around how to go through the, the self-discovery that comes with travel and comes with a road trip. And then what's really interesting about Road Trip Nation, if folks aren't as familiar with it, is that then it does also tie to career pathing and storytelling in a way that I think is really uh, compelling, particularly if you're looking at the undergraduate age range. It's a time where you're defining who you are. You're figuring out how to tell your own story. Can you expand a bit on the the storytelling aspect of things?
1: Yeah, honestly, I personally feel that in the age of social media that we all live in, that people are so used to quick, bite-sizable, curated things that the power of human-centered, Somewhat longer form storytelling is more important than ever. Look at the rise in interest in podcasts. I think that people are really craving deeper, richer, more authentic stories. And I think there is a danger of the social media age that we live in. We hear from the students that we work with that they're really intimidated when they go to say LinkedIn, because on LinkedIn, they're seeing everyone's perfect career path. Everyone went from college to being vice president right away. Like how did that, all these amazing stories, but they're not real There's no celebration of the student debt people had to pay off Mm -hmm. or the resilience they gained through downsizing or Mm -hmm. jobs that they didn't get. I think with storytelling, go deep into the full arc of people's journeys of how they got to where they are today. And I think that's particularly important for the next generation and for people that are maybe at vulnerable career transition points to realize that they're not alone, that there's Mm -hmm. other people out there who've been through those exact same transition points. And A lot of what we do with Road Trip Nation is we try to really aggregate these stories at scale and then tag them based Mm -hmm. on for being first gen, first year family go to college or having a learning attention issue or being a military veteran transitioning through careers or being a woman Mm -hmm. in science that the next generation of women in science or whatever specific obstacles people are overcoming, they see that they're not alone and that there Mm -hmm. are people out there. And especially now in this crazy time we live in, more important than ever.
0: Yeah. Building on that, you've uh, focused specifically on community college in a new way, which is really interesting uh, to me because doing a weekly trend spotting show about education, everybody's talking about community college and how in some ways a resilient community college system and other things like it are what's likely going to drive the, the turnaround that everyone uh, is rooting for but I'd love to hear more from you about how community college uh, and community college students are factoring into uh, Road Trip Nation's thinking.
1: Yeah, I I agree 100%. We have a big partnership with Chancellor Oakley and the California Community College System where we designed a road trip in California where we gave three California Community College System students the chance to drive across the state and interview people in careers who also went through the California Community College System. Mm. We don't celebrate enough the stories of people that have gone through two-year degree programs and the rich contribution these individuals make to our communities. And we also think that storytelling has a powerful opportunity to shift narratives and stigmas around certain pathways. And so we learned a lot on that trip. And we've been really leaning into that and trying to celebrate and amplify these stories and shift narratives and shift stigmas and increase visibility to the next generation and career seekers that there are so many different ways to connect with career pathways and they don't all require. Now there's nothing wrong with four-year degree path, right? If that's your path, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, more power to you. There are lots of different ways to finance that increasingly. So however, not all career paths require four-year degrees and that is totally okay. And so Mm -hmm. really helping to show the two-year degree path is not a second class path. It, It is just totally different. We did a road trip focused on learning and attention issues a few years back, mm-hmm. and we learned from the storytelling from that project that's not a disorder. It's a learning difference. Right. Just because someone learns differently than you, it doesn't make you better or worse. So really, the celebration of differences as just alternative, different paths, yeah. I think is what right? storytelling can help to amplify.
0: Yeah, for sure. Outward bound and experiential learning is something that's always been really interesting to me. And I like to say, I get social emotional, baby. Uh, that's for my listener. That's fine. <laughs> uh, thank you for humoring me. Again, I, wa- I warned you about that. I may, I may edit it out. Uh, don't but, edit it. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. The social emotional aspect of learning how to be traveling together and working together on problems, you know, eating things maybe you shouldn't, just dealing with the realities of being out on the road. Can you talk about the, the social interpersonal aspects of what you see?
1: Yeah, you learn... A lot on a road trip, you learn how to embrace the unknown and to em- embrace the twists and turns of the road. And you learn how to work as a team and you learn how to live in close quarters of people and how to have a healthy conflict. And you learn how to get through disagreements and, and commit and get through things together. And there are arcs on a road trip. There are times that are harder on the road than others. And you also get quiet space with yourself to really reflect and think about who you are and... One of the things that we call is we call it shedding the noise because when you can get away from your everyday and reflect on who you are, you also get away from all the pressure and societal stigmas and family pressure, whatever, Mm -hmm. that's trying to pull you in so many different directions. And so there's a lot to learn on a road trip. Since COVID hit, we've actually created a virtual road trip. Curriculum, again, we know we can't scale putting learners and career seekers on road trips, right. but this five lesson curriculum we are really proud of. It's open access and free and anyone can engage with it in any cool. community and also engage with it and give visibility to their learners. But it guides learners through the same arc of going on a road trip. It's all video based. Uh, it's perfect for the time of COVID and lesson 1 is essentially exploring your interests where you identify things that really matter to you lesson 2 is then shutting the noise and getting really clear on the social stigmas and things that may hold you back and then it goes deeper into exploring your interests with the 8000 videos mm-hmm. and then it culminates with with booking a, a virtual interview with someone in a career you're interested in video conferencing has changed all of our lives like we're talking right now yeah. but we- we think there's an enormous opportunity for video conferencing to take down barriers to build their social capital and connect with people through storytelling and to learn from other people's storytelling. Them actually building their own road trip virtual project where they can get that more hands-on tactical feeling of what different careers are like. So we're super excited about it.
0: That's awesome. How long until the VR headset version where <laughs> I can imagine myself sitting at the back of a, a Winnebago for 150 miles. Yeah, that's a
1: great idea. We're not there yet, but you know, someday the Baird entry will come down and we'll be all over it, but not yeah. not yet. For right now, the five video lessons are good enough.
0: Just razzing you. We like to also look ahead and try to yeah. figure out where we think things, Maybe going, and you've had a tremendous breadth of experience, and also being on the road as someone who's done it myself. That's where you get a lot of your new insights and different perspectives when you're in different parts of the the world or the country. You're talking to people you haven't talked to before. I like to talk about Zeitgeist. I sing Whitney Houston when I say social emotional learning, and I say Zeitgeist a lot. If you're looking at the Zeitgeist nowadays, the spirit of the times, as someone who tapped into that, what do you see emerging? Is anything we've had this massive impact this year, but it's been such a transitional year. It looks like it's gonna be an 18 month window, maybe. Who knows what it's actually gonna be. But uh, do you have any sense of what's different and how things might be changing and what you see emerging that's capturing your, your imagination these days?
1: It seems like the world is getting more agile in every sense of the word. And it was already happening, but it was forced further by COVID. And it's hard and that it has created more volatility, but it has also created more flexibility and I think opportunity for people to bring ideas to life with lower barriers to entry. I mean, take video conferencing. You don't have to fly across America anymore to have a meaningful conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. Take video production. You don't have to have a $50,000 video camera to go film a documentary anymore or mm-hmm. a really expensive degree, you know, so that accelerated sense of agility, I think can be scary because it can unsettle things, but it also creates a lot of opportunity if you know how to navigate it and if you can build the confidence and the self-efficacy and the social capital Mm -hmm. to push forward. And the social capital piece we've been learning is super, super important. And I think it's understated how important social capital is for people's career paths. And we've seen this on our road trips. We just did a big retrospective study on 15 years of Road Trip Nation road trips. And all of our alumni who've been on these trips, what was the most impactful part of the trip looking back? And bar none, the most impactful point was not the motorhome, was not the inter-RV dynamics, was not seeing Mount Rushmore. It was the people they interviewed along the way Mm. and the social capital they built. And particularly for students from underrepresented backgrounds, it was interviewing people like them who had overcome similar hurdles and similar obstacles? If I'm a first-generation college-going student, if I got the chance to go interview and talk to another career professional who was also first in their family to get a college degree, that is transformational, mm-hmm. both from a confidence standpoint, but also if now I have a personal advocate mm-hmm. who I've shared mutual stories with, and I know who they are, and they become someone that I could reach out to as my career progresses. That, and I have now a whole suite of those from the people I've met along this road trip. That's what we've tried to recreate in this new digital curriculum mm-hmm. is the piece of the social capital building. You can call it informational interviews. We try not to call it that because it sounds very old like stodgy. Storytelling is a better way to think about it. You know, Providing opportunities for, sto- for students to learn from other career professionals' stories about how they got to where they are today. hmm creates self-efficacy, confidence in their future, the feeling that they're not alone, there's people out there like them, but also builds their social capital. And that I think will be incredibly important going forward.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting too. If you think about how these technologies open up, like virtually connecting with a professional is even easier than the traditional thinking around, okay, they're gonna have to have coffee together. They're gonna meet somewhere. The logistics, those barriers are, are really disappearing. So the opportunities to be exposed to difference and to be exposed to, to opportunities. I have taken that, now I do say opportunity gaps rather than achievement gaps, but it does sound like opening up those opportunities through the vehicle, see I did it, through the vehicle of a road trip is a pretty powerful thing. We're getting close to time, Mike. I think by now folks, if you don't know, now you know about Road Trip Nation, but if, if folks wanna dive into a little bit more of this stuff, any recommendations on where they should go?
1: Yeah. If you go to our website, roadtripnation.com, that's got everything there from our road trip content and our videos. And also if you want to get access to the project-based learning curriculum, that virtual road trip, the five lesson project, just go to roadtripnation.com and then click on education. Mm -hmm. And when you click on education, that will take you to all those five lessons. It's all open access. It's free. This is kind of our gift to the world in time of COVID to help empower people and help get them through this crazy, crazy time.
0: Yeah. fantastic stuff. And just before we let you go, Mike, where do you see road trip nation heading in the 2020s tough first year? Let's put it in our rear view mirror. We're trying to plow forward, get yep. over the obstacles. What do you see on the horizon for road trip nation? Where are you heading in this wacky decade of ours, the 2020s? two
1: things really trying to amplify the stories of vulnerable populations who need it the most. So we're doing a road trip next year focused on formerly incarcerated populations. Mm. Let's really amplify and celebrate the paths that formerly incarcerated individuals play in all of our communities and to really drive some narrative change and stigma shifting around that. So we're doing a big initiative with the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative focused on that later in the year. Mm. Um, We're doing a road trip focused on Native American populations. We're really trying to amplify and lift up stories to help provide more hope and empowerment in time. where. People just need to hear stories of resiliency, especially people who may be sim- facing similar obstacles. Yeah. And the second part is scaling our mission impact. How do we bring Road Trip Nation to more people? We know we can't put every person in America in a motorhome, mm-hmm. but through those five lessons and that project-based learning module on our website, we hope that people can go through this arc and experience some of the same reflection. Not everyone can hit the road, and and that's okay, you know. And and, and so we've tried to extract the learnings, create a digital framework and bring it to people now in a virtual way so that we can meet people where they are. Because who knows when this is going to be over. And when it is over, you know, again, scaling mission impact is important. And I'm optimistic that more virtual tools and resources can reach more people. So that's that's what makes us hopeful and what we're trying to dig into right now.
0: Amazing stuff. Thank you so much, uh, Mike Mariner, the, the CEO and co-founder of Road Trip Nation. Really inspirational uh, story from uh, an inspirational storyteller. So we expected nothing less. Thanks, Mike. Uh, thanks to our listeners for listening. We'll be back again soon. This is Trending in Education.